Fresh fruit and flowers. If it weren't for the fact that we like the taste, you'd be out there wallowing in shoulder high waist. Shoulder high waist. And Welcome to another episode of Planet Watch. It's been a little while since I've done one. The last one was um, a couple months ago when we did it on fish. But today we're going to tackle a different topic, and that is pollinators. Um, We all know what pollination is, and that is when an animal moves pollen from the male to um, to a female stigma of a plant, they are pollinating that plant. The most recognizable one is probably a bee. We've all seen bees, you know, digging through flowers and, uh, you know, have pollen on their hind legs, et cetera, et cetera. But there are many other kinds of pollinators. Birds, bats, butterflies, beetles, small mammals. They're all various pollinators. In fact, pollinators pollinators are responsible for one third of all the food that we eat. Perhaps the biggest pollinator is the giraffe who um, helps the acacia tree by, you know, taking eating its flowers and transporting pollen from another place. Although some people um, don't recognize them as pollinators because they're actually flower predators. While most of the other um, animals we're talking about, such as hummingbirds and bats and bees, they don't eat the flower. They take the pollen. They take, you know, whatever else, the, the nectar that's in the flower um, or some other um, sort of... Uh, way to get draw the animal in by the flower giraffes actually eat the flower so they are merely flower predators but let's talk about a few of the different main kinds of uh, pollinators that there are in the world there is the bee of course and they are um, fuzzy obviously and they carry an electrostatic charge that helps pollen cling to their uh, to their bodies mostly to the hind legs they also um, carry on their back, so, uh, on their legs, sort of like a a place to hold the uh, pollen itself. Um, honeybees have a different mechanism for transporting their pollen, but still, bees are one of the most prolific pollinators in the world. Honeybees um, turn nectar into honey, obviously. And they are one of the honeybees themselves are one of the most important pollinators and they are highly endangered in some places. um, You know, they have been completely wiped out, but uh, there are projects going on to try to help the honeybee itself. Perhaps maybe one most notoriously that I've seen in the news is that farmers in Africa are now using honeybees and they put bees on their fences to keep elephants out. For some reason, elephants are terrified of bees. Um, I know the old um, wives' tale is that they're terrified of mice, which is not really true. However, they are. Uh, They don't like bees, and they all stay away from those fences. Another major pollinator is the butterfly. Now, these are not major uh, pollinators of food crops. 
instead the, they are mostly um, flower-based um, pollinators, particularly orchids and other wildflowers. Um, some do pollinate plants such as tobacco, oddly enough. Another major pollinator, of course, is the hummingbird. And we've all seen the beautiful hummingbirds as they use their long beaks to drag nectar from flowers. The, they typically go after what's called deep-throated flowers. Uh, and those types of, uh, you know, deep flowers where the nectar is deep within the, within the, the petals, um, they rely a lot on hummingbirds. Um, hummingbirds also, unlike some of the other pollinators in the world, such as bees or bats, use sight more than scent for finding flowers that they will eat. Um, the, of course, their forehead, when the hummingbird goes into the flower, their forehead actually rubs up against the flower, um, collecting pollen on their foreheads. And they use, and then when they go on to other um, flowers, they will pollinate them. The last group of pollinators I want to talk about is the bats. And they are important pollinators of tropical flowers um, and also flowers in the desert. Um, some of them are nectar feeding uh, like a hummingbird. Um, and there are over 300 species of fruit that actually rely on pollination. And some of the most uh, important with regards to bat pollination are mangoes, bananas, guava. Those are the major um, pollinators that I want to talk about. Okay, so I want to talk about... Um, some of the organizations, or at least one in particular, and that is pollinator.org. It is the Pollinator Partnership, and their mission is to promote the health of pollinators that are, of course, critical to both the food that we eat and the ecosystems that we live in. And they do that through education, they do research, etc. cetera. Uh, for example, one of their projects is building habitats for monarch butterflies, and that's called Project Wingspan. And what they are doing is they have volunteers to help pollinate, uh, or excuse me, help plant flowers and such that uh, attract monarch butterflies. Um, they also are engaging in public land managers and even private land managers throughout the Midwest through a series of monarch habitat enhancement activities. And they're hoping to establish about 10,000 acres of pollinator habitat to help increase um, monarch butterflies in that area. And of course, monarch butterflies are well known for their intense migration from South America to uh, the Midwest. There are a few things that you can actually do yourself that help for uh, help pollinators. And one of them, of course, is to uh, do yard work. Um, build, make a habitat from your yard. Uh, unlike some of the bigger animals like elephants, we can't really keep elephants in our backyard or tigers. But you can certainly help butterflies, bees, bats, that kind of thing. Put a bat house on a tree. Um, plant butter, uh, flowers that are, you know used by hummingbirds and butterflies, you know, that kind of thing. Um, make sure you use plants that are native to your area so that you're not creating any other types of issues. And then um, other things you can do is eliminate or at least reduce the use of pesticides. Pesticides have a great impact on um, some of the pollinators, particularly honeybees. They have been um, severely damaged by the use of pesticides in various farmlands and etc. There's a place if you actually are interested in this is a um, on pollinators.org. You can register um, your yard as a shared site that helps bring in pollinators. 
And another thing you could do is support um, your local beekeepers, for example, who um, you know keep honeybees, make locally grown honey. Um, always good. Um, and you could go ahead and, and buy that. And if um, and finally, the last thing is, is you know support things like pollinators.org. They do a wonderful job in helping um, the pollinators themselves, like monarch butterflies, like hummingbirds. The other important issue facing pollinators is their reliance on certain climates and climate change itself is having a dramatic effect on pollinators themselves and it put pressure on native ranges and and overwintering sites um so it's important to you know well let me put it this way climate change is an important aspect of all aspects of our lives i think and pollinators being one of the main ones thank you very much for listening and i you know hope you visit some of the websites that help pollinators they're sort of the unsung um animals in the animal world we all focus on you know poaching of uh, elephants uh, habitat destruction damaging gorillas and the, and the like but even the simplest bee and butterfly are very important to our ecosystem and very important to life on planet earth really so uh, take a take a few moments Take a look at some articles. Take a look at some websites like such as pollinators.org. I encourage you to check them out. I thank you and uh, have a great day.